it's on the news, social media feeds. It may happen to you when you get to work and perhaps behind closed doors. Attacks on you for your faith beliefs and your values, calling you out as intolerant because you will not encourage or endorse behaviors or ideas that your God tells you are wicked and evil. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and we live in a day when the church and culture are moving in opposite directions, and hostility, particularly words, is growing increasingly pervasive. Hate speech is everywhere, and we may feel the urge to retaliate, to respond in kind when we're attacked wrongly. But friends, as one God-hater rightly noted, he said, whoever fights monsters should see to it that in the process he does not become a monster. So Pastor Joel, what should we do? Well, let's consider some wisdom from an ancient king, King David, who writes, My God, whom I praise, do not remain silent, for people who are wicked and deceitful have opened their mouths against me. They have spoken against me with lying tongues. With words of hatred they surround me, they attack me without cause. In return for my friendship, they accuse me. But I am a man of prayer. Friends, these are the opening verses of Psalm 109. And we hear David is being attacked without cause. And trying to make friends, well, that's backfired. So what does this ancient king do? He becomes a man of prayer. Now you might be surprised at what comes next in this very lengthy psalm. David prays that God will bring vengeance down upon the wicked, that their memory be cut off from the earth. He prays that they will get everything that is their due. Whoa, Pastor Joel, are we allowed to pray to God like that? I mean, I'll confess this is what I'm thinking when I'm being slandered, but Jesus said love our enemies, right? How can this psalm be relevant in our day? My friends, God placed this ancient prayer in our Bibles because it is as relevant today as it was in David's. Psalm 109 is what we call an imprecatory prayer. And there are handfuls of these in the Psalter where prayers are offered that enemies be utterly destroyed. Now, sadly, Christians tend to avoid these, thinking, well, they're irrelevant in our day. So we either repress our anger when we're attacked, which benefits no one and makes us ticking time bombs, or we explode and fire off our own verbal grenades, which lead to further destruction and division. My friends, rather what we should do is learn how to pray like this, bringing these requests to God. I'll admit the language of Psalm 109 is hard, so we need to keep some points out in front of us as we pray these kinds of prayers. For instance, one thing to note is in Psalm 109, this is a prayer of God's king, who evil people are trying to take down. And if the king is brought down, huh, all the people suffer. So this psalm is not in the first place about you. Second, this sort of prayer is reserved for serious evil, not trivial matters, somebody who cuts you off in traffic. No, the people in Ukraine whose women are being raped, whose children are being killed, they have every right to pray that God bring harsh justice to such evil perpetrators. Third, Remember this sort of prayer is not about personal vengeance. It is about God bringing evil to an end in this world. In fact, that is what makes it so good to take this and leave it with God. Because if you happen to be wrong in your assessment of the evil being done, well, guess what? God isn't going to answer your prayer. And lastly, 
by taking up this posture on your knees as a person of prayer, you're not taking up a position of power. Listen to David in verses 21 and 22. But you, sovereign Lord, help me for your name's sake. Out of the goodness of your love, deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. We pray like this because we recognize our helplessness, that only God can make things right in this world. And this is the same posture that our Lord Jesus took up. Jesus took Psalm 109 upon his lips in his private moments with God. Jesus left it with his heavenly Father, and then he went out into the world, and he endured the vicious attacks of the wicked. And in doing so, think about it. Jesus became the answer to David's prayer and ours as well. My friends, remember who you are and who you belong to.